This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 199 of The Real Word. Word is up. 199. I feel yeah. not ready. We took last week off, so my, my apologies, because it was my fault. It wasn't Nicole's last week. We, no. took, we took last week off. And I welcomed it. Next week is actually not episode 200, but it is a special edition episode that you definitely do not want to miss next week and then two weeks. What is it, like a montage of all your one-liners? Hopefully my one-liners and none of yours. I guarantee you it will just be a Byron Lazine montage. It hopefully, I mean, I have no direction in what this special edition (laughs) uh, episode is going to be. But make sure you're subscribed for that. Make sure you're subscribed if we're bringing you any value here over the last 199 episodes. All right. So on this uh, real word, we've got a lawsuit happening in Oregon where they were the first state to ban love letters. We're going to update you on that. We've got the two biggest takeaways out of the NAR annual conference and, of course, a marketeer of the week. So let's start with racket number one. Real estate brokers sue to end Oregon's unconstitutional ban on love letters. This is the press release right out of the Pacific Legal Foundation website, pacificlegal.org, which we'll link up if you're on YouTube to check out. So this is their press release. They are representing this boutique real estate firm. So they write today, a boutique real estate firm with offices in Bend and Portland filed a lawsuit challenging Oregon's ban on love letters for prospective home buyers. Earlier this summer, obviously, Oregon became the first state to pass a law banning real estate brokers from transmitting non-financial communications between home buyers and sellers, fearing that so-called love letters might be used to discriminate in housing transactions, but without any evidence of such discrimination. For Total Real Estate Group, that's the name of this what do you think of that name, Nicole? Total it's, Real Estate Group. I, I feel like it's great. The ban on love letters harms their ability to match potential home buyers with their dream homes. The letter often prompts sales below the top monetary offer, creating opportunities for first-time homeowners and giving sellers peace of mind that their home ends up in caring hands. Love letters are incredibly important for matching buyers and seller sales, uh, says Pacific Legal Foundation attorney Daniel Ortner. Oregon cannot ban valuable speech because someone might use it to discriminate. So this is his comment. Oregon cannot ban valuable speech because someone might use it to discriminate. Such a broad speech restriction is clearly not justified. Represented free of charge by Pacific Legal Foundation, Total Real Estate Group is asking a federal court to restore their right to freely facilitate communication between home buyers and home sellers in another release from uh, Pacific Legal Foundation. 75% of this firm's offers have some form of love letter or broker written cover letter that allows buyers to go beyond that financial offer that you know maybe the board ha- has drawn up for uh, them to make deals. So we, we've, we were reporting this when it happened that Oregon banned love letters um, basically because it could go against fair housing. Mm-hmm. Now, Real estate, we're going to get into some quirky NAR rules here in racket number two, but like National Association of Realtors, to be a realtor, you've got to live up to a whole particular code of ethics that is, you know, what you need to do to be a realtor, but not necessarily how, you know, it's not the law of the land, so to speak, right? And so this one, though, because 
fair housing is a law. Like that's not just some made up realtor thing. This one seemed like it was a little bit in the gray area for sure. You know, like you can now, you know, really influence a seller's decision with personal facts about a buyer in a love letter, which can go against fair housing. So you've got fair housing as a law Mm. and you have freedom of speech. I think, but I do think the biggest concern here though, when they were talking about these love letters is that, is that you, you are potentially setting up your seller to discriminate against, against them sort of knowing that that's what they were doing. And so that was the biggest problem on the real estate end side. And in my personal opinion too, is I don't let my sellers read them now because I could be setting them up for that. Because as soon as you start talking about like, oh my, like my kids, I've got two kids. And then you're like, oh, oh gosh, I want a family living here. That's discrimination. So again, I, I feel like I get it that they want the free speech part, but this is really more about are you setting up your seller to, to, do, to, to violate the law? Nobody is restricting buyers from doing this. It comes down to an agent making it a part of their package when they send an offer in to the sellers. Like the agent, like love letters have often been coached by an agent. An agent says, hey, buyer, this is how you're going to write the love letter. Write it in this way. Here's a couple of examples of love letters that have worked in the past. Hey, they they like dogs. You like dogs. Talk about the dogs. Yeah. Finding commonalities. To me, I've always, like you said, talked to my sellers about, don't read this. It's crap. It doesn't mean anything. Who cares if they like your dog fluffy. Nobody cares. It's not going to get you the money at the closing table at the end of the day. Let's take the most qualified deal that meets your terms, right? If you want to close quickly and this one does it and it's cash and it's got no contingencies, that's your deal. Fluffy doesn't matter in this transaction. There are a percent, a percentage of sellers though that, oh, well, you know, I do care about them loving my fluffy and they've got a little fluff and nutter. Maybe we can get fluffy and fluff and nutter together. Maybe they can go play in the backyard and become friends, you know, the, the last time we're here at the house, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like go close on the property. It's a transaction. I've never thought it mattered, but this doesn't ever stop a buyer from going and doing it. So the buyer can just go do it. Their freedom of speech isn't restricted so I guess what PAC Legal Foundation is saying is, I'm calling them PAC. Can I call them PAC? Pacific Legal. I'll, I'll go with Pacific Legal. It's not like the PAC yeah. Sun. What's no. the PAC Sun? Is that a clothing store? It is. A, it is a clothing store. Yeah. Pacific is it Legal still Foundation. Even is, is, I don't even know if it's still around. Is fighting for the freedom of speech of real realtors, but realtors have they've well, got no, their they're, own they're, rules they've got to follow. I, I, I think that they're trying to do the freedom of speech for the for the for the home buyers because it's clearly stating that it's putting the home buyers at a disadvantage because the letters often prompt sales below top okay. monetary offering offer creating opportunities for first time home buyers giving sellers peace of mind that their home ends up in caring hands. So they're saying that this is putting now their buyers at a disadvantage by not being able to provide a letter that accompanies an offer. Wait, That's my, my point is, claim. but doesn't that exist? Can't the can't the buyer just send the letter? Letter? Well, there, it's there's a it, the Oregon banned that. That's the problem here. They banned but, the love letters. Uh, but did Oregon? But how can or my, my point is, I I thought Oregon banned it, and maybe I'm wrong. And, and so maybe I'm wrong here. I thought Oregon banned it for 
real estate agents to, to be involved? Like, how do they ban it for the consumer? The consumer can, can anybody can write a letter to somebody. Well, right. I guess then it, because we're the ones that are delivering it to the seller. I mean, it does uh, from home buyers to sellers. Uh, uh, Maybe we should reference the original ban. Represents violation of the agent of the agents and clients' First Amendment rights. So, so Pacific Legal Foundation is arguing that it represents a violation of both the agent and the client's First Amendment rights. Uh, I, I don't see what is stopping the buyer from ever sending, sending information the directly to the seller. I can see what's stopping. The agent, the agent from, from for delivering sure. it, yes. So yeah, I mean, I guess the buyer could still send what mail it. They're going to mail and this, it. And remember, this it. lawsuit is on on behalf of this real the, estate firm that right. is, is stating that seventy five percent of their offers, you know, use these love letters. That they're, uh, you know, they're saying that they're very important to matching up buyers and sellers. I, I mean, I believe when the information came out, I said, "Great, I, I'm not really." A fan You're of not the a lover letters. anyway. Yeah, not, as a buyer's yeah. agent, I love them. I mean, they 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 do help. Again, they do help. Unf it, it it may it may help Fluffy get the house because you know it's it's a it's a couple that wants more. Un unfortunately, kids running around. There are, I guess, not unfortunately. It's their house. They can do whatever they want. But there are people that will take not the best offer. My parents, my childhood home. They did this. They oh, took they loved an, the letter? They took an offer mm -hmm. less than asking price because of a love letter because uh -oh. this family, this family is still there today. Yeah. Uh, that This family wrote a love letter. They had little kids. They raised it. So they got emotional about all of that. I would never do a transaction like that. And this is why, you know, when we talk about like Open Door or Zillow, like thinking like, you know, I buying, which is less than 1% of the total addressable market, like is going to grow to the entire market is ludicrous. Like there are some sellers that will just sell based off of the other party having kids or dogs. And there are some that want a convenient transaction and will sell their home for cash in two weeks right. to a institutional buyer. Like there's, there's all kinds of sellers out there. Um, will this lawsuit win, Nicole? What do, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I, I don't know. It. It again. I don't, it, I don't think so. I. 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 I kind of feel like it. It. It can't. I mean that what they're basing it off of seems a little silly. Um, again, I. I still don't know that you're putting your sellers in the best position when they're reading these letters. So Pacific Legal Foundation took it at no fee. So. So they are confident they're either going to get some. Well, that PR or, out of this, or well, definitely. I mean, they they emailed the article directly to us. They so did. They are, but they are, it's on Inman as well. I mean, we were going to see it either way. But <laughs> touche. But uh, they have a whole PR firm, over. yes, working on this clearly. But um, I, I, I'll be curious to see what happens. I mean, I, I'm I'm curious to see what the ripple effects will be. I, I think I've been pretty consistent that I believe love letters are a racket. I don't know if Pacific Legal Foundation, before they sent this over to me, went you know back and watched some of our you know prior content on this. Uh, so you know I don't think they're going to win. If they do, that'd be very interesting. Very interesting to see that you know there's there is a debate here. Okay, how do you protect fair housing? 
and how do you you know also protect freedom of speech? I believe in freedom of speech for sure, of which course. is why I don't see how you can stop the buyer from going and doing it themselves. I can see how you can right. stop an agent because because there's realtor rules and and all of that. Okay, moving on. Racket number two. Nar had some pretty big moves at their annual conference. We're going to talk about two of those, Nicole. No huge surprises, though. I mean, this has been, been on the horizon. Yeah. They have been, yeah. Number one, consumers will see the compensation offered to brokers. Okay, now we're giving you the Inman article that has five ways NARS annual conference change the future of real estate. And inside of those, there are breakout articles that you can go and check out like deeper information. So let's start with the first of our two top takeaways that we're talking about here from the from the NAR annual. All right, so this broker commission policy moves ahead after a close vote, which it got a little uh, heated as as it has in the past around this discussion from what I gather uh, reading the article. So the, the proposed policy reads this. MLSs must include the listing broker's offer of compensation for each active listing displayed on its consumer-facing websites and in MLS data feeds provided to participants and subscribers and must permit MLS participants or subscribers to share such information through IDX and VOW displays or through any other form or format provided to clients and consumers. So it must permit them, allow them, these MLS users, to share that information. The information about the offer of compensation must be accompanied by a disclaimer stating that the offer is made only to participants of the MLS where the listing is filed, Nicole. But, but, there's a big but in all of this. And that is that you don't, you can opt out. You don't have to post this. So some brokers, like Redfin does already do this. Um, they went ahead and I believe somewhere in California went ahead and, and has done this already. So Redfin in those locations will post the buyer agent commission. So, but what you're going to have is because of the ability to opt out of this as a broker on, on a website, the, the rule is they must permit it. They must allow it. It must be transparent, but it's not going to be on every website. So, so it's a little weird that you're going to see it on some and not others from my understanding. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how I'm understanding this. I I'm I I'm having a hard time understanding exactly how you can opt out if it's if it's being required on the well, sites. It, here's what it says on, on Inman. Per the new policy, brokers and agents using MLS feeds will not be required to display buyer broker commissions. So the policy's impact may be muted depending on how many brokerages decide against display. In addition, uh, and, and, and it goes on, uh, already 65 MLSs area changed their rules to allow public display of buyer agent commissions. Because basically, like we can see on our MLS, we can see buyer broker commissions, mm -hmm. right? Every MLS now must show buyer broker commissions. If there was some MLSs out there floating around that didn't do that already. Hmm. Now, the MLSs must allow 
all brokers to dis to be allowed to be permitted to display. So a hundred percent of MLSs must MLSs okay must put this on there and right. must allow all brokers to display it. But per the new policy, brokers and agents using these feeds will not be required. All right, so it'll be shown on MLS, but not necessarily to the public. And it will be shown in the public in some cases. Some and, cases. And here's the other thing. Like, say brokerage A decides we're going to display. So they could display your listing because that's an MLS listing. You're in brokerage B. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm in brokerage A. You're in, you're in brokerage B. Okay. Mm -hmm. I decide on my website I want to display. So I can display your listing. Right. And the buyer's compensation on your listing. On your website, you're not displaying. Okay, so now does that attract more buyers to my website? Is that why I would do this? I'm I'm going to be getting more traffic on my website. That makes you broker B say, you know what? I got to do this now. Everybody's got to do it because I don't want to miss out. You know, consumers going to that website as a clear advantage for more information, for more transparency. More transparency. Yep. Right. I mean, that's yeah. the argument here. Is that it, it's 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 going to be more transparent. I mean, if you read the Inman comments. There's a lot of people that are commenting about this one. Um, you know, as an exclusive buyer broker, I don't see who care who sees my commission. But then you've got other people uh, saying, well, well here's what's going to happen Jordan is every time they're going to call the listing agent direct and say, hey, I know what you're offering to them. Why don't you kick that to me? Kick half yeah. that to me. I want right. to rebate. I'll work with you direct. So there's a lot yeah. of that argument. Well, going. and then this guy, Jordan, is like, let's break it all down. Let's see, like, maintain licensing, brokerage yeah. splits. I'm like, holy hell. Yeah. Let's break it all. Well, the, it's interesting because it's like, okay, you're going to show the buyer compensation, but you're not going to show the listing the compensation. Listing compensation. What, what is what I think is a, an amazing rule that they made and it's tied to this, is that you are not, and this was stupid for people that did this anyways, you are no longer allowed as an agent to say, my services are free. I'm a freebie over here. Work with me because you're not paying for it. Like that was the most like pathetic position a buyer agent could ever take is work with me because it's free. Like right. I have no other value to show you right? other than it's free. You can't say that anymore because- this is this is part of educating consumers that buyer agents are not free. Now, if you feel like you can see two and a half percent, two and a half bananas on the fee uh, on a listing feed, and you're like, "Well, but my buyer agent's not worth that," so I'm going to go get a new agent that is worth that, or I'm going to renegotiate because a consumer can negotiate their fee to the buyer agent. It, it it is very interesting. It will it will lead to more negotiation. It will lead mm -hmm. to people reaching out directly to listing agents and negotiating directly with them too. Listings are the power always have been and, and certainly will be because of this. For well, sure. and because of the next one as well. Yes. So the next uh, big takeaway here is NAR passes listing attribution policy. So. What is this? After uh, stripping this proposal of most of its controversial aspects, NAR approved a policy on Monday to require the display of a listing broker's phone number or email address next to listings on agent and broker websites. So going back to agent, uh, you know, broker A website, I've got your broker B listings on my IDX website, whether it's 
you know, Boomtown or Sierra Interactive or any of the, the names out there, right? I've yep. got to now put your broker B phone number or email on that listing as opposed to just saying broker B. Like a lot of times people will just say broker B has the listing, but they don't actually put the contact, contact information. information. So now if I'm putting, yeah, two and a half bananas for the buyer, here's broker B, here's her phone, here's Nicole's phone number. Oh, I'm just going to call Nicole. I'm going to try to get me one of those bananas, one of those two and a half bananas work with Nicole direct. That could happen for sure. I could see that. For sure. What do you think of that uh, posting the listing agent's number and and or email? It's, it's not and or, it's it's or. So they could post it's either or. It's or. I mean, honestly, obviously, if you're a listing agent, that's really what you've always hoped. You've always been pissed that, you know, a buyer, a buyer's agent is coming through even within your own office because you're like, mm, I think that lead would have been mine if they just were able to contact me directly. So again, question, I, question as a competitor. Yes. Like, what, what do you, you mean? Like, you and I are competitors because you're no. A and I'm B? Oh, because we're doing the A and B. I, I should have been B because I'm Byron. And, uh, no, yeah, I figured I was B because you're obviously always I'm an A, a player. Well, Is I that mean, where you're going with that? No, because I'm always like one <laughs> B. I'm just always, I'm just always second in line. Um, are you, are you sad today? I feel great today. All right. Good. <laughs> no, if, for, as a competitor, say, you're like, okay, I have the choice, phone number or email. Which one are they going to answer slower and less? So question huh. is, well, an agent the, is going to answer an well, email or a phone it, call but is slower? It the, is it the brokerage's phone number or it's, it's, is it, it well, the listing on your agent's that I believe, number? I believe, and in the comments if I'm wrong, I believe the broker is going to have the option to put uh, – I think it's going to be the agent. In most cases, you do because I get. I mean, most brokerages Listen, want all of the leads to go to them. Zillow supported this. If you mm -hmm. read in, into the Inman article, Zillow was fully supportive of this. And my guess is Zillow supported this if they know that it's going to be the broker's email. I mean, an email like for you send an email to just like you know CB like good you know like I'm not picking on them. I'm just saying like a big yeah. box brokerage. Good luck getting an email back. Like, who's the email going to? The manager? Right. That's that's well, ludicrous. They, well, but again, but if you go on to 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 Ravis's website, though, the phone number does go directly to the Ravis call center. The so call center. They have a call center. Yeah. Yes. And, and so, so they're scrubbing the leads before they're giving it out to the agent. Now, here, here's what's hilarious, right? Is Zillow was fully supportive of this. If they know it's going directly to the brokerages, that's why they're fully support supportive of this because brokerages are not going to be as equipped as, as the as the top ten percent of agents at right. contacting these leads. I just don't care, you know, what brokerage you're talking about. The top teams in the country have their internal ISA teams. Uh, they're on it. It's the reason why like Zillow Flex is partnering with them and that kind of stuff. If it's going directly to the agent, though, now you're getting to that same dilution of like every agent that has a listing. What are they answering faster? The majority of agents, email or, or phone? Oh, phone, you can text or call. Well, well, but that's interesting, though, too, because if you click, though, on Zillow, because most times people don't want to talk to an agent. And that's why Zillow works. You click the thing because you want more information, which then is sent as an email to an agent. As as a competitor, I'm wanting my competitor 
information to be email. I don't want it to be phone or text. If I've got the choice of two and I hear I have the choice of two, I'm going email. Because I also think a lot of people are going to click email and be like, yeah, I want to bounce out of this. But, you know, right. email yeah. somebody. Well, all very interesting. And it sounds like your air is back on around you. Yeah, well, Bobby, nobody will hear that because Bobby takes no. that out of the podcast. It sounds Nicole. like it sounds like a total so, racket over there. Yeah. yeah, but Bobby takes that out. So you bringing that up was ludicrous. That I mean, that it's, it's, a it's not going to be there. on the podcast. It's a total racket over there. All right, let's get into the marketeer of the week. This is, and you know what? Uh, he's doing great content for the broke agent, but he's not posting it on his own feed. So hopefully, you guys will go to his. Feed. The marketeer of the week is on Instagram, real estate creative Sterling Granger. He is. Oh out my of- god! It's wait a minute. It's so friggin' funny. What? Because I just followed him. Like we were just talking about him, maybe yeah. like five ten minutes ago. So I did a little deep dive on him. I followed him. You should and be he, following him. Everybody he, should be. Well, he just messaged me. I feel like I've made it. Thanks uh- for the. <laughs> Thanks for the follow, Nicole. <laughs> Big fan of the Real Word podcast and all the valuable insight you provide. Look at that. An in-podcast <laughs> testimonial. Amazing. Just just at 10.43. So like 15 minutes ago. Thank just, you. That's amazing. Thank you, Thank Sterling. You. And I hope Thank you're you, subscribed. And, and if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, I hope you are <laughs> as well. So uh, Sterling is creating content that the broke agent is posting directly on the broke agent account. So you want to go look for these last two videos on the broke agent account. The request for repairs video. It's I don't amazing. Know, I don't know what movie that's from. And then you also want to look at uh, Zillow's Big Year, which Nicole, I, I had a, I had a cameo in that movie that. The real I haven't produced. seen it. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch that one. You got to watch them both. Oh, that's why he's the 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 uh, marketeer. <laughs> uh, of real course. estate, real estate creative. Go over to his IG, and then he, he's doing great. Do you even do you even need me? You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to set gonna up. Do? I'm going to set up a picture of myself on this. Screen. We should do that for episode 200 in the comments <laughs> if you'd like. Just if you'd like, because I'm doing the, the episode there in the studio. But if you'd like me to do it with just a photo, just a cutout hold- of. Nicole. Nicole. I'll just hold a picture of myself smiling in front of me. Or what if I maybe I do a picture of you in front of my face? Then it's like the Byron and Byron the Nicole show. and Nicole show. No, oh, the picture. Byron and Byron. I'll do I'll do a picture oh, you, of you in front of me. Oh, so we could do. I could debate myself. <laughs> yes. Well, you never want to debate me. I wish oh, you would want to debate. Let's. Lord. We got to start a debate, debate show. Debate you. I mean, it's not even worth it, really. We're going to start. Actually, I'm doing a debate. Yeah. This will be the marketeer of the week. I'm doing a debate. I believe it's next week with Ricky Carruth. He agreed to do it. Do you know who Ricky Carruth is, Nicole? You know who we, Ricky Carruth yes, is, right? Yes, we, we talked about him pr- before. So I'm doing a debate one-on-one yes. with Ricky on free coaching versus paid coaching. I am taking the side of paid coaching. I'm not right. a paid coach, but I'm well, taking that side. Well, he offers free coaching, doesn't he? And he offers this free coaching. So right. we're going to have a friendly debate. Friendly? On the, the, yeah, very friendly. I feel like and I want to be there with a martini in my hand. Actually, some popcorn. We'll pop some popcorn. We'll watch well, you it might go be down. There. We might, you might be there. We might We might do it on uh, Instagram Live from, from Dallas. Oh, I don't so. understand. How will I be there? Are, are you coming to Dallas? You flying me to Dallas all of a sudden? Am I, I flying you? I don't have a I don't have a ticket. I don't have anything. I don't have scheduled. a ticket yet either. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so that's going to be a debate. Look for that Instagram live. Uh, that should be next week sometime 
before or no, I guess that'd be after the holidays, the holidays this week. So uh, yeah, look for that. And Eric, the broke agent, and Matt Leonetti are yeah. moderating. Well, Maybe but we... make sure you follow Sterling, though, but follow too. Sterling. Yeah. We love him. Congratulations. Lovely videos. And go on his actual uh, profile. You know, he's he's promoting, you know, making these very funny videos for the broke agent, which which are hilarious. But he's but he... doing incredible. I mean, $33 million, 57 yeah. bedrooms. I mean, he's it's... got these these epic spots in Ventura epic. County uh, series going on his Instagram reels. He's a Venturi County agent. So if you got Ventura County business, you want to talk to Sterling. But uh, pr- some pretty cool drone action on on his IG happening there. All right, Sterling. I hope Sterling's following me now that he's following you. I have to double check that. Sterling. <laughs> I don't know if he's following he me. Uh, he just sent me. He sent me. Yeah. A, a, he sent me. He sent me a love letter. Oh, can you? Uh, maybe you can snap that. Send it to Bobby. We'll we'll uh, put that. Yeah. Testimonial uh, up. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a wrap on one ninety nine. So on next week, look for that special edition. Uh, real word. Show. It's not an actual episode. Episode 200 will be in two weeks. Wait, I hope but we're going to go back. We're going to go back to like the good old days, right? It better. Like, like, listen, where, like get, we used to like, we used to have some, some bickering. We used to bicker when you used to let me bicker. Get a now, hold of Lucas. He's, he's the, uh, he's in charge. It's not Bobby's deal. Get a hold uh-oh. of Lucas, Nicole, if he's putting that one together. So get, get a hold of Lucas if you'd like to, uh, put your notes in for that video. I've put zero notes in, by the way. I'm so not going to put in any notes, but. I mean, let, let's let's let the thing live for the last two hundred episodes. I mean, we've come we've come quite we've come quite a long way. I mean, I have I have given just, him no influence on the special even just, edition. Episode. Even just our microphone progression has That's been true. a wild ride. I mean, there's been a lot of wild rides. So definitely a wild ride, and I appreciate everyone that has been following along. And that they recognize me as being on this podcast alongside you. Everybody loves you on this podcast. I, I don't think you're loving yourself enough, Nicole. To be quite honest, I couldn't. I couldn't do this podcast without you. Quite frankly. Uh, quite frankly, I think you could. But no, I, I don't think I, I do. Could. I do appreciate your love, Byron. Thank you. I'm super grateful for you, Nicole. I'm super grateful for everybody who has Absolutely. been with us for 199 episodes and. It's Thanksgiving week, Nicole, so I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving if you're seeing this or listening to it before the holiday. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Keep it real, and we'll see you next week. Well, we won't see you next week. The special edition will see you. Two weeks. We'll see you two weeks. We'll still see them. We'll be around. 200. All right. See you guys.